Hello everyone and welcome to Amavis Pori Podcast, the show where I will help you start out with your modeling and acting career through tutorials, aesthetic graphics, and interviews. I, your host Hadil, believe that everyone's experience is valuable, therefore I bring you an interview with another model. He's based in Houston, Texas, has been in the industry for a year, and is gearing up for Fashion Week. I'll give the floor to Dion. Hey Dion, how are you feeling? Hey, how's it going? I'm feeling pretty good right now, just, you know, quarantining, so at home, just chilling till I go to work tomorrow. Tell the audience more about yourself. So like she said, yes, I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas. Uh, I've been modeling for almost a year now, like taking it seriously. So far, I've been in two magazines. I've been in a, a calendar as well. Also, what I also do on the side is I also do like drawings, pictures, like I'm an artist, so I do a lot of artistic things, like I design clothes, I paint, I draw, I do all that. And yeah, that's pretty much what I'll do for right now. That's great, and the progress that somebody can make in a year is very underestimated. The fact that you've been in a two magazines and a calendar and now for Fashion Week, that's a lot yes. of progress to make in one year. Yes, yes. I've been really hustling. Um, I don't have an agency, so I'm pretty much by myself right now. So I can only imagine if I find an agency, how much I'll progress even more. Yeah, that progress would be insane. As per every episode, I will be giving a song, a resource, and a quote. And I think Dion can help me with this one. Do you got a song for us? I do. Pretty sure you guys already know this song. Um, it's from the Lion King movie. It's called Bigger by Beyonce. It's on the uh, latest album. Like that's, I really love that song when she hit that high note. Yeah. I ain't gonna do it because I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I don't wanna embarrass myself. But yeah, um, <laughs> that is the good song that I like to listen to for inspiration or to feel good, like when I'm feeling low or something like that. And so, yeah. Definitely, I'll be linking the song as usual in the episode description so you guys can go listen to it, but you probably already have it in your playlist. Right. So, yeah. So, what quote do you have for us? I love this quote idea because honestly, it's like a little inspiration for me too. I love hearing it from right. other people too. Oh, I have a simple one. Um, <clears throat> rule number one of life, do what makes you happy. And that's very powerful. It's simple and I'm sure everybody knows about it, but it's easy to say, but it's hard to actually do because we're so busy trying to be like everyone else, trying to do other things that other people are doing because they feel like, you know, they'll find more success in that rather than doing what they love, which will probably take longer to get recognized for. So, and that is from the, motiv the motivation app. I usually have that. It's a great app that I recommend anybody go get. Um, it talks about love, life, you know, it's very motivational. It's very good for people who are, you know, struggling for everyday issues. Yeah, uh, what's the app called? I'll link it too. I'll definitely give a look at it because I love this yeah. stuff, especially in the morning, some affirmations. Yeah, it's motiva It's called motivation. That's, that's a pretty much all that it's called. So we got yeah. both a quote and a resource for today. And I think the quote is very important because as a teenager, we always do so many hobbies and so many different things. And people constantly push us to do things that they think we will be more successful in. Exactly. So it's something you have to remind yourself every day so you can make sure you're going towards your goal. So let's start off with the classics. How did you join the scene? Oh, it's really, I'm gonna make a long story short. Basically, um, it was nothing I ever thought about, really. Um, someone else, my mom pretty much told me about it, like, cause I was going through a little, a young boy crisis, pretty much I lost most of my hair. So, you know, after I cut it off, that was when 
I got like a whole bunch of compliments saying you got the face for a model. I can totally see you do modeling and acting and stuff like that. So that's pretty much how I got into it. But it, of course, it was nothing that I would, wanted to do intentionally at first. But after I started doing that, I started really getting into it. And I've been hitting the ground ever since. So that's pretty much how I got into it. That's how I started too, actually. It was never something I planned. It came by chance. There were just random opportunities and my mom works in media and stuff. So they were like, you should try it out. And I did. And now it's been going pretty well. It's actually really fun and you get to connect with people. Yes, exactly. I love playing dress up now. So, you know, I like trying new clothes and stuff like that, you know. So I can't wait to hit the, uh, get, get to the big leagues and, you know, really start doing, doing the big. So, yeah. So what do you do on the side? What I do now is pretty much design clothes. Like I, like I said, I draw. Like I usually get like um, different fabrics from the thrift store, and I usually paint on them, design them, and then I usually try to incorporate that into my pictures. Well, I'm starting to incorporate that more into my pictures now. I practice my drawing on the side, painting, and that's pretty much it. Um, I also do a little acting. What I do is I get monologues that I see, and then I record them, and then I post them on my page as well. Um, so you can check that out too on my Instagram. I'll say all that later. But yes, that's pretty much what I do: act, uh, design, and then try to find me a little soft puzzle, like a little business I can start up to as well. That's so cool! The fabric idea—I haven't heard of that before. I love it. I'd love to see more of your work. Just start posting more. Yeah, I know. I do. I do. I do. So, do you think the industry is becoming more accepting of people of color, and why? That, mm, I would say people are more are listening to us more accepting I wouldn't say like where the major spots of fashion is and modeling is like New York and stuff like that I would say they're still ignorant a little bit um, like you would still see in fashion shows like an incident that happened last fashion uh, week in New York um, one of the models refused to do the uh, the show because she felt like um, with the the big lips and the big ears they were trying to represent it just seemed like it was racist oh. so I don't I feel like they're listening but they're not getting it in a way but I do feel like they are trying to inc incorporate more of people of color but they're still like being ignorant to things that we find offense to in a way it is but in a way it's not it's, it's progress we still got a long ways to go until we really see the representation that we want so yeah i would say i would say iffy yeah iffy uh, i honestly feel really privileged when i see because i i was talking to another model as well and she told me that here in uae she was applying to an agency and they use the typical excuse that we already have a black model and i really and i actually thought we were already so past that but no it turns out it's just a little it's like getting sugar-coated more yeah pretty much yes yes absolutely oh my gosh yeah i was really surprised when she told me and she's not uh black she's uh indian and she's yeah, dark, she's black, yeah. and i really thought that she already had a contract before but she works freelance i was so surprised when i heard that line because you know the last time i heard it was in like Four years ago, you know, I mm -hmm. think we're still in that area. Yeah, it's it's crazy how things are just, and it's getting worse. With the, it, it's just getting worse and worse every year. I think. Okay, so how do you suggest an aspiring talent make the most out of their journey? Again, it goes back to you know loving everything that you're doing right about now. Um, the more that you love what you're doing, the more you'll put more effort into it. The more that you'll you know you won't really compare yourself to anyone everything's a journey so you just want to be in the moment you don't have to worry about every the future don't put too much thought into all of these different factors 
because the more that you're in tune with your, with yourself and what you're doing, I feel like you'll make the most out of any situation, anything that involves around what your your hobbies or your interests are. So just focus on yourself, focus on what you're doing, love the process, love yourself, and then you can do anything, really. Wise words, that is so important, especially for anyone getting started in a field. It's always a confidence issue. They think mm. they have a threshold that they won't go past after. So yes. to work on yourself. It's very hard to meet people who are also in my field who actually want to talk to me. Yeah, so I, never should do. I don't care how uh, big I get. I'm not going to be one of those. <laughs> Thank so, you. Cool. It means a lot. And it's very hard to find help from experienced people. So that's why I started the podcast. I really want more people on it. Right, right, right. Everybody, there's a lot of people that are selfish. Like if they have tips and stuff, they'll keep it to themselves. And, yeah. you know, so yeah, I really do like this podcast too. And I, yeah, I listened to your podcast and I've learned some stuff too. I even commented on one of your posts like, yeah, so I've learned some things myself. So you, it's, no matter what level you're at, you can always learn more. So, yeah. What was a big myth you believed in that was debunked when you joined the industry? Oh, this one right here. I'm sure a lot of people my height couldn't relate to. Um, the height thing. So I always felt like you had to be six feet and taller, like an iron giant to be in this industry. Otherwise, you wouldn't make it. I'm 5'8", so I'm barely there. I'm almost there, but, you know, I'm not tripping. But, yeah, there's other, there's always different lanes in modeling. I didn't, I thought it was always one lane, but there's several different lanes. There's editorial, there's uh, print, you know, commercial, stuff like that, that doesn't require height, that doesn't require size, that doesn't require you to look a certain way all the time. You know, they're always looking for different things from, like, companies like Nike and all them. They don't really care what you look like, your height, or things like that. So that was a major thing that almost made me cry when I first got into it. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be this height? That was the only myth that I can think of on top of my head that was like, okay, yeah, that's debunked now. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that still to this day, people believe in this. Like, I think any model you got and ask or any talent in general, if you ask mm. them what what was a big myth you believed in, they will always say height or you know your size. You have to be super thin and you have to not eat and all that stuff. I am yes. actually five foot, <laughs> so I'm not even close to the height right. that people should oh, yes. be. And I'm not even like super skinny. I'm just like that medium body type. So it's I have the look for it. It's just I still do still get selected for roles because I think there's a place for everybody. There is always a place for everyone. Everyone has their own lane. So that's why I say embrace yourself. You know, just love the process because it doesn't matter what size you are, how you look, your skin color there's a place for you in this industry. There's a place for anybody, anywhere, in any field, anything that you're doing, there's always a place for you though, no matter what. There's so many ways you can do different stuff nowadays. It's crazy, especially with the internet and all. Yeah, you're good, trust me. What advice do you give to teenagers trying to navigate through the industry? A big one for me would be mindset. It's not really talked about a lot, especially with people of color, but you know, just um, what I would suggest to people is don't get in their heads too much. Um, Take the time out to really know what you want in life and really find ways that how you can navigate through it. Uh, and mindset is a big thing. Um, if you, if this is not good, if your head isn't clear of what you want, everything is going to tip you over and knock you off your um, your tracks. So I would say mindset, like meditate, you know, take yourself in the mirror. I love myself. Always hype yourself up. You are your biggest hype man. So I would say do that more. If you don't have that, then I mean, anything you do, anything you do is going to be like 
difficult for you to get through because someone might say one little small thing and you might just go over the edge uh do something that you don't like you might get off track so i would say really mindset is the biggest thing for anybody in any field that they're doing yeah definitely recently i started do more glam makeup shoots i actually don't put a lot of makeup so when i started doing makeup i was really scared that would mess with my image issues and my confidence So I have to put in so much more effort into convincing myself that this is not how you actually look. This is just for a shoot. This is what who you should actually love and who you should actually accept. So yeah, mindset is very important. Yes, yes, it can get you through anything. Your highs, highs, your lows, lows. Yes, mindset is always the thing. What is the longest you stayed on the set? Oh, ooh, I think almost about three to four hours. Uh, especially that castings like this other cast that I went to it was, it was a long wait like waiting to walk and then waiting to hit the results afterwards it can take up to about two to three hours like yes and especially sometimes they don't even start on time and you're there on time so usually it can last a good minute so you want to make sure that you have time available otherwise <laughs> you can miss out but yeah it, it just no that things don't you know come quickly sometimes with these advanced these castings you can wait a pretty long time so yeah i'll say be prepared for that if you get into this industry yeah almost never shoots or casting start on time like they tell you be there 3 p.m. sharp and we start at like 5 p.m. it never right, exactly. never the exact time you have to get you know yes. chargers prepare yourself in advance for yes. like all the stuff make sure you have your model bag yes yeah what was a big mistake you did before going to an audition The biggest mistake I've done probably is not having my model bag prepared because I'm becoming sometimes I come from work, uh, going to castings and stuff like that. So I'll be kind of like, I'll be a little sweaty sometimes, just transitioning from spots to spots, and you know I don't have my things with me. That was probably like the most I would say as far as not being prepared and stuff like that. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. because I I'm very dedicated, so I will go from jump from straight off of work to a casting. I also suggest that never go tired. I remember last year during casting season, I just I just sort of call it casting season because every single year from September all the way till January is when a bunch of projects start happening and so many casting calls happen. So I used to go to three auditions after school. Imagine how many I flunked because I was just coming on set super tired. Like mm. I don't think I could even open my eyes. Imagine after school 7 days and then you go to a casting That is really not a good look, especially because that profile is going to be in their talent database, in the production's database. Mm-hmm. So never go to uh, to a casting. I'd rather miss out on a project than go to a casting call tired. Yeah, and they they notice that right off the bat when they see walking stuff and how you talk and your posture. Yeah, they'll notice that right off the bat. So yeah, never go tired. Never. <laughs> never. What sets one model apart from another? There's a lot of different factors. that doesn't have to do with looks alone. It could be personality, it could be dedication. I would say those are the two main factors that set anyone apart in the modeling industry. If someone might be more determined than you, so they'll probably get it, you know, they'll probably get that role before you do. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It doesn't it's not a, like a bad thing though. It's it's really just, you know, how can I go a little bit harder to stand out more? And when I say personality, I don't mean you have to change your personality to fit in with someone else's. You know, I would just say be more of yourself. There's always someone out there looking for your personality as opposed to someone else's. Someone else might have a more a personality that's more bubbly, more, you know, and then someone might not be looking for that. They might be looking for someone who's more of like an introvert, calm, collected, 
and you know they still serve looks so i would say personality and then dedication are the two things that would set anybody apart in the industry yeah that's definitely and i realized one big factor is also communication the way that people talk and the way like for example if you're applying for a call and you have many grammar mistakes or you're not really typing properly someone will notice that and they might just not choose you for that and that's why i sort of made a formula for myself sort of a format that i use anytime i apply to anything and when i organize collab shoots i always choose people depending on the way they talk always just because it's just a little you know pet peeve type of thing just a little irritating so definitely like if you want to get more chosen make sure to fix your communication skills yes yes because you never know who you like applying to like like you said um that's the issue for you so a lot of people when they do it they might not think that way when they apply for the job for the uh, position but um you just never know who you're applying to so you might want to do as much cleaning up as you can you know what i'm saying so yeah just always be prepared be ready so that you don't have to get ready yeah there you go yeah, yeah. and even when you're applying to something i sort of try to fit their personality so i see the way they type if they're more like serious and calm i become more serious and calm when i'm asking a model for an interview for example anet she's really nice and she was a very public person so i opened that personality more you know it's just mm. easier to mirror exactly exactly what do you plan on doing next How do you plan on taking your career forward? I definitely want to look into agencies. Um I definitely want to start working more with photographers and you know I want to definitely continue to educate my my people of color how they can navigate through this industry, navigate through life. I want to do more shoots and of course I want to be I want to incorporate more of my artwork into my modeling and then go hand in hand. And then if that kicks off, I definitely want to get into acting for sure. So I'm more creative, so I want to do everything creative, everything like that. So yes, that's what I plan to do in the future. I love music so much and uh when I did the shoot on the beach, I brought my ukulele just so I can play along and stuff. So I really mm-hmm. want to do that too. I want to do I want to star in a TV show so bad. That just seems like yes. so much fun. and you know you get to work with so many people so i think that's my next step forward and yeah i'm a very creative person i don't see myself doing anything else that's not creative and i'm a very people person as well i love that yes i agree i agree yes very thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much dion for your time hope this episode helped you out i will be linking dion's instagram page and you can have a look at his artwork along with the interview dion do you have any last closing words uh, i just want to say thank you so much for um allowing me to be on this podcast with you um i really appreciate what you're doing for people uh, the teenagers and you know it's trying to nav- help them navigate through this this big old field um cuz modeling is not small it's not something that's like linear is always like curves and twists and dips so thank you so much for that thank you for having me and yes um hope you guys really learned something today if even if it was from just one person or just the smallest little thing i just hope that you take away from this uh thank you so much and yeah yeah have a good night or have a good day yeah people like you who help aspiring talents out to navigate and to apply and become more confident in themselves thank you so much for your time and see you on the next episode bye bye